very often people will somehow find the strength to escape their realities and be able to jump into something greater. We all like to root for the underdog. It seems to give us all the power we need to face our very own struggles. But life has a way of keeping us unbalanced when it comes to winning. Sometimes we will find ourselves caught up in situations that we feel like we are trapped in these places eternally. We cannot find our way out. Are we supposed to surrender to the pitfalls of life? Or are there going to be ways that we can recover our dignity and continue on our journey to a joyful and exciting life? Are we stuck between a rock and a hard place forever? The Relationship Therapy Podcast will do its best to answer those questions and more in this episode. You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I hope and pray that your holiday time was cheerful, joyful, and you were able to spend that time with family, friends, and loved ones. Christmas and New Year's. Happy New Year to you. Now, in our last episode before the holidays, we started a three-episode series entitled Toxic Relationships. In that first episode, if you can remember, we talked about the signs of toxic relationships. Well, today we're going to talk about how to end toxic relationships. It's not always easy to get out of a relationship that you were in. You often have invested time and effort in that person, hoping that there will be some type of improvement in their behavior in the very near future. In that relationship, it can be very draining and it will leave you feeling like a failure or at the very least, having a sense of being damaged goods. You were hoping and praying for them to become someone different, but you have finally had enough. It's time to start thinking about your well-being and you developing a more stable lifestyle. Again, I have to say this, it will be hard because love is involved, but you must do it for yourself and for yourself emotionally and mentally. I'm going to give you a list of four things that you must do in order to end a toxic relationship. Now, I understand that there are so many more things that you have to do, but I wanted to highlight these four for you in this episode. So here we go. As we begin these four 
things you must do to end toxic relationships. I want you to understand it is never okay for you to be in physical abuse or verbal abuse. And in our show notes, we're going to have a 1-800 number that you can call if you find yourself in a relationship that has become too physical and too verbal to where you find yourself so much in a toxic relationship and it's time to get out. So be ready to watch that during our show notes. But let's go ahead with these four things we must do to end a toxic relationship. Number one, make a decision to leave and be firm in it. Let me say it again. Make a decision to leave and be firm in it. You must make a conscious decision that you're sick and tired of being in a relationship that is toxic. Last episode, we talked about uh, a toxic relationship and what it is. What are the signs? But just know this, toxic relationships don't always have to be abusive for it to be labeled toxic. However, if there is abuse in that relationship, it is a toxic relationship. No one should ever have to endure that while being in a relationship. Anytime there is a breakup, there is going to be feelings involved. That's just a natural thing that we all have to deal with. Your sanity has to be more important than what you're feeling at the time of the breakup. Please listen to me. You have to keep telling yourself that you deserve better than what you've already experienced. Too often people stay in these relationships because of that four-letter word called love. It is time out for us to continually to allow ourselves to be in that situation. Make a decision to leave and be firm in it. It's imperative that you stick to your decision because you will be drawn back toward that person once you start remembering the days way before the relationship became toxic. It always seems to happen. You think of the good old days before the toxic part started, and it wants to draw you back to that individual because of love. This process must be handled with your best attitude focused on you and where God wants you to be. Better yet, who God wants you to be. We're never really sure why God allows some people to go through the things we go through. All I will say is, oftentimes, it is God preparing us for our next advancement in life. This will not be easy. Please don't expect it to be easy. Just know that you're headed for a better future, the one that you deserve. Here's a helpful thing to help keep you moving during this process. Think about the worst part of the relationship once it had became toxic. And remember how it made you feel. Is that something you want to submit yourself to again? How you answer that question will go a long way towards staying with your decision or not. So make your decision and be firm in it. Here's number two. 
surround yourself with a strong support system. Having the people around you who are the right people to help you through this situation is extremely important for you to move past this relationship. Use this support system as your accountability partners. They're not there to run your life, but they are there to hold you accountable during this adjustment period. The moments you feel sad about the breakup, cry on their shoulders. The moment you begin to have thoughts of wanting to return to that relationship, let them be the ones to reinforce your decision that you've made. They are there to listen to you while you tell stories about what happened, while you're sharing your concerns, and even helping you go through the challenges that you will face ahead. This support system should not be just friends or family who are subject to become yes people, but they should be people who can really hold you accountable, hold you down during this difficult process. I have I have seen too many people who have subjected themselves to the toxic environment again after the breakup because there was nobody there that they respected enough to talk them down off the ledge of returning. The people in your support system shouldn't be afraid to tell you the truth during this whole entire process. When you arrive at your day of freedom, and even after you gotten to your place of freedom, your need you will need your support system to help maintain you during that freedom. It is recommended that you may even need to talk to a licensed professional counselor, or you can talk to your pastor. If you still have a job, go through your human resources department so that you can talk to somebody to get the help and support that you need. What you need most is to find a place of peaceful restoration in your life. Often when we are exposed to these type of relationships, you lose sight of who you are and you become the person that they want you to be. And you develop that identity instead of the identity that you're supposed to be. You have to escape that mental and emotional baggage so that you can move on with your life. The people in your support system must not be anyone that cannot bring positivity to your life because you need to be in the presence of positive people right now. Too often when you have certain people that are supposed to be helping you build yourself back up, they're bringing too much negativity to your life. And it just starts the process all over again. When you find yourself getting a part of too many triggers that wants to set you back into where you came from, you've got to make sure that person who helps the triggers come in are no longer part of your support system. And the more you encourage yourself, the more you find yourself encouraged, the more that you will recover and the stronger you will become 
when those triggers do occur. So number two, surround yourself with a strong support system. Number one was make a decision to leave and be firm in it. Here's number three. Understand and know that you deserve better. Often while going through the pain of toxic relationships, you begin to see yourself as nothing more than that person who is worthy of verbal and abusive physical abuse. The day that you rise up and see yourself better than where you currently are is the day of your awakening. This is when you start moving toward finding something better than the way things have been going. The awakening will bring you to an awareness of your value, and this is important, your self-worth. The mind is an interesting thing because whatever we are continually fed or what we are continually exposed to is what we start to think we are. Let me put it this way. If you have been verbally abused and told that you'll never amount to anything, you start believing what you're constantly hearing. It goes into your psyche, and for you, it becomes facts. Your awakening lets you know otherwise. God has not created you to be anyone's trash. You were created to be a treasure because God only creates treasures, and you deserve to be treated like that person who is a treasure. I know your self-esteem has been hit. It has been shattered, but I'm going to tell you this, and please hear me. You can be built back better than what you went through. There is more life left in you. Come out of the toxic trappings that you were in and make sure that you start sprouting like the treasure you are. Sometimes for people who go through these uh, times of toxic relationships, you may have to start uh, saying positive affirmations every day just to help place your mindset where it needs to be to get towards your healing. Here's just about uh, a few of those positive affirmations that you need to tell yourself daily. Here's one of them. I am a survivor because I am here. When you say that, that lets you know that you've made it through something, but you are a survivor and you're here right now. Another one is to tell yourself, I deserve to be happy. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you do not deserve to be happy. I have value and my life is valuable. Here's a fourth one. I'm not a failure, but I am a winner. I'm going to make a difference in my life today. I refuse to be down again. And here's the last one. I deserve better because God made me better. See, when you get to that part in your healing from the trauma and tragedy that you just experienced, you will get to the point where you understand and know that you deserve better. And here's the final one. The f- number four, cut off contact 
with your former mate. You must make a concerted effort to cease contact with your former mate, the one that you were in a toxic relationship with. There are various reasons that this needs to happen immediately after the breakup. And I'm just going to name three of those reasons. One, you need some place to recover from what you've experienced. You've got to have some downtime so that you can recover from it. Number two, they may try to beg you back by saying that they have changed. See, when your mindset is not right and you rush back into where you came from, you're just going straight back to the trouble, the the toxic relationship. And then number three, you will need that time to clear your head and make a definitive decision about your future. What is it that you want to do? Where do you want to go? Cutting off contact gives you time to breathe. And all of us need that in our everyday lives. You know, because life is such a hustle and bustle thing. Every day we need to take some time to just breathe, relax from what life has dished out to us. You need time to exhale from the race that you didn't even know that you were running. This is crucial toward your healing process. Yes, I know all too well that you will miss them because you spent so much of your life and you put so much effort and you've invested so much into that relationship and you're wrapped up into them. But now it's time for a different outcome. It's time for a different change in your life. Once you get to this stage, you must be aware that you're qualified to be where you are, and it's okay for you to be you. This may be totally different if children are involved. Then your last mate may have to see the children, but I would highly recommend that the courts get involved to arrange those meetings. Just for your sake. But as for you, this is your time. This is where you are getting ready to turn the page of a new chapter in your life. Yeah, you may still be fragile and can still easily break. And to go back to where you came from would be a total mistake. Actually, cutting them off helps you because you could be easily manipulated into going back to them. Emotional blackmail can be a powerful tool for that person to use because you are in fact fragile. Cutting them off also includes social media. You must cut them off completely because if you see them on social media, it sets your mind to wondering. And sometimes when you're still fragile, your mind drifts back because you are still in love. When you get to this point in your life, you need to start establishing boundaries. And that means 
toxic relationships, toxic friends, and even in some cases, toxic family members, because you need a total cleanse to to be able to recuperate from what you have gone through. I know this support system that we talked about earlier, it needs to be people who bring you positivity. And let's be truthful here. You will not all of a sudden stop thinking about that person. Let's don't fool yourself and think automatically it's going to be cut off. It will be totally irresponsible of me to say that it will happen. However, the less contact you have with that person will help make this process easier and in a lot of cases, smoother than it could have been. So what you have to do, you have to cut off contact with that former mate so that you can properly end this toxic relationship. So there you have it. I've given you four things to do when you're ending a toxic relationship. Number one, you've got to make a decision to leave and be firm in it. Number two, surround yourself with a strong support system. Number three, understand and know that you deserve better. And number four, cut off contact with your former mate. Next week, we're going to ask the question, can you really recover from a toxic relationship? Please join us. And if you hadn't heard the first episode, back up to episode 15 of season two, so that you can get the gist of everything that we're talking about as we venture into this hot subject called toxic relationships. Listen, happy new year to you. And as always, please remember, it takes two to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.